I'm Jordan. And I am Tim. And this is Failures, Flops, and Fiascos. So, Tim, let me ask you this. When you have a bad day at work, how do you like to unwind? <laughs> my favorite way is just to take a nap. Oh, that's a pretty good idea. <laughs> that's my favorite hobby. Okay. I- I'm really good at it. Well, you like to nap. Yes. I like to play piano. Some people liked to get on their hoverboard. <laughs> Like uh, Back to the Future hoverboard? Not quite that advanced, but we're going to talk about a specific type of hoverboard. (laughs) There was a time when hoverboards were taking over. Uh, Yes. There's lots of good videos about them. Why are we talking about hoverboards? Uh, Yes, why? (laughs) (laughs) Because... They're terrible. Yes. I would put them up there with my annoyance like level at the same as Healy's. Oh yeah. I remember yeah. Healy's. And and I'm sorry, anyone out there. I told my kids when they were little, you will never have those. Because I see kids and adults walk around with those Healy's and they it just I think they're so they get on my nerve. Let's just say that. Okay. What What is it specifically that gets on your nerves? I think it just seems kind of disrespectful in a way. Like you're you're gliding through a grocery store, and okay. you got these kids. In my opinion, they're out of control. I don't. Maybe okay. maybe I'm just old. I, I just. All right. So it's it's a a disrespect thing. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I mean, they annoy me too, right? <laughs> but I can't really explain why. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of hard to kind of hard to explain. There's also like a laziness part of it. Okay. Yeah. That, that kind of like you can't walk. Yeah. Like like <laughs> right a normal person. Yeah. I would rather see someone wearing roller skates. Yeah. Yeah. I could I could get behind that. <laughs> when hoverboards first took to the streets in 2015, they estimated that by 2021 that they would have been a 1.8 billion dollar market. Oh, wow. so this is their estimates, right? This is their own estimate. Yes. So okay. in 2015, hoverboards first hit the market, and that doesn't seem that long ago. I feel like they've been around forever. 2015. Yeah. It does feel like they've been out a lot longer than that. I guess that's eight years ago. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty good chunk of time. The hoverboard, also known as self-balancing scooter, is a lithium-ion-powered electric device that requires the rider to balance on a suspended platform between two wheels. So here are some of the components to a hoverboard. Okay. A gyroscope. Okay. Microprocessor battery, motor, 
infrared sensors, tilt and speed sensors, logic board, pressure pads, two wheels, a power switch, and a charging port. Okay, Quite a bit packed a lot into more that than yeah. I would have ever thought. I mean, if you you've seen, I mean, you had to have seen the hoverboard. Oh. They're not big, right? I mean, no. they're they're pretty small, yeah. just enough for you to step on. Yeah. Sensors and pressure pads pick up each lean and tilt, which propel the rider in the direction that they're tilting. Okay. The more tilt, the more speed. So if you if you like really tilt into this oh it'll okay. it's gonna try to keep you upright so it'll give you more speed oh okay so that's, how, so that's how they work that's how you control direction and speed infrared sensors and pressure pads tell the logic board when you are not tilting which causes the motor which causes the motor to shut down which stops the board as far as turning that's pretty self-explanatory you lean whichever direction you want okay. to turn it pivots in the middle so you can lean your right foot forward and it'll push only the right wheel oh wow and then the same thing with the rear if you wanted to really turn like just do a 360 you would turn like your right foot forward and then your left foot back have you ever tried one of these i've never tried one i okay well, i've never been on yeah. anything that's self-balancing yeah i don't know yeah i mean i, I I'd like to. I just have never had an opportunity to really. Okay. I've never really sought it out. Yeah. Yeah. Have you? <laughs> no. Okay. Not a huge fan of a processor determining when I uh -huh. am balancing. It's very much suggested that you wear a helmet and strap in for the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So when hoverboards first hit the market, they were pretty much their own market. They gained popularity through YouTube. Okay. Primarily, and a lot of covers. For example, the Epic Hoverboard Dance Covers is a series of videos of a group of people on hoverboards doing a cover of a song, <laughs> all Justin Bieber songs. What? Yeah. Just just Justin no. Bieber songs. Yeah. Oh, okay. It just got yep. even better. Yep. It's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the outline asks us to discuss the trauma of this, of the fact that there's a series of videos out there of people on hoverboards covering Justin Bieber songs. I, I, I just, why? <laughs> Maybe I, they, I guess, you know, okay, like, okay, we're going to do a, a, Justin Bieber song this time. Mm. Next time, maybe we'll do uh, just hey, I yeah no yeah. <laughs> Justin Bieber, if you're listening, I respect your musical talent. I don't like any of your early music. I don't like eighty percent of your music, but I respect your musical abilities. This is actually like one of my worst nightmares. Is being forced to sit down and watch this it, that's kind of the feeling i got when we watched this video before we started here yes uh <laughs> okay so we watched a video of what was there five guys on hoverboards mm -hmm. lip syncing to justin bieber yeah. doing a choreographed dance i guess on hoverboards the choreography was pretty amazing 
I mean, it took a lot of work to do that. Yes. But it's two minutes of my life I'll never get back. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm right there with you. I mean, if it was just a Justin Bieber song or just some tricks or choreograph on a hoverboard, it would still be bad. But when you combine them, two wrongs do not make a right. <laughs> do not. <laughs> Hoverboards were in extremely high demand. Such a high demand that manufacturers could not keep up. Ken Boyce, who was the principal engineer director for energy and power technologies at Underwriters Laboratories, said of hoverboards, quote, faster product development, global supply chain, more startup companies, and quicker consumer demands all presented serious challenges to safety, end quote. Additionally, hoverboards were the first of their kind, so there was nothing else to refer to. Okay. Safety, production, right. marketing, none of this had ever been done before. So they made it up as they went, and in many cases did so based on what he called tribal knowledge or <laughs> unwritten information that is not commonly known by others within a company. Oh, right. That's, <laughs> let's, just, let's just go through with it. We'll, we'll take the ramifications later. Exactly. Yep. Like, well, I mean, we're the first to do this. So, like, let's just kind of keep it hush yeah. hush and we'll figure it out as we go. Yeah. Like, we don't really know what we're doing. No one's ever done it before. <laughs> so, could this lead to any potential problems? Uh, lawsuits. Okay, that's one. Yeah, <laughs> injuries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess that would probably be the biggest two right there. Yeah, big, very big problems. I think we all know how this ended. Did we say that they were released in 2015? Yes, we did. Did we also mention that in that same year, 500,000 hoverboards were recalled? No, we did not. Okay. <laughs> Why do you think they were recalled? So many of them were recalled. So going back to the list of things that were on a hoverboard, seems like a lot of components that needed to work well with each other. Yeah. Thinking maybe those components probably didn't work too well together. Okay. And maybe they were they were calibrated for a specific type of person and not everyone okay yeah i didn't even think about that maybe they were calibrated for someone who weighs like 200 pounds yeah okay yeah that's that's pretty interesting <laughs> and most most of the people that wanted those things were <laughs> 8 to 12 years old maybe yeah 8 to 15 8 yeah to 20 okay well remember how we had mentioned how ken boyce yeah remember how we mentioned that he said that there were there was such a high demand, there were supply chain issues, so they couldn't get all the parts they needed. Oh, jeez. And then there was like shortened production times, right? Okay. Well, the risk of explosions and fire-related <gasps> incidents was really Explosions? High. Explosions. All right. Mm -hmm. Just got more exciting, I guess. By mid-2016, okay, so they came out in 2015. Okay. 
By mid-2016, the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission had announced at least 99 incident reports of the battery packs in self-balancing scooters, hoverboards, overheating, sparking, smoking, (laughs) catching fire, and or exploding, including reports of burn injuries and property damage. What what kind like... What kind of explosion are we talking about, man? Are we talking about like... <laughs> I don't think it's like blow up your house explosion. <laughs> that's that's good. <laughs> but it's like shoot battery acid that's on fire oh my God. type of explosion. Like it's basically <laughs> oh like God. it's ruining your house type of explosion. Okay. Yeah. And people probably are not keeping these in their garage. No. Because I mean... It's you- probably right next to their bed. Yeah. So, middle of the night, yeah, blows up. I wake you oh, up. God, get a face full of battery acid. Hey, no problem. <laughs> Junko Yoshida of the Europe EE Times breaks it down for us. He mentioned something called thermal runaway. Science Direct defines this as an incident where one exothermal, which is a release of heat, process triggers other processes, finally resulting in an uncontrollable increase in temperature. This can result in the destruction of the battery, or in severe cases, it can result in fire. So this, okay, you're kind of blowing my mind. This thing is a, what I don't know, would you describe it as a toy? Uh, yeah, I don't think uh, it's ever been used for a serious, like, commuter. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. okay. Uh <laughs> It's a to- the it's way a you're explaining thing. it to me, like I can only think of like like this like rocket science, right? Like this is not, it shouldn't be this scary. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, you think about it; it's basically you're standing on a battery, yeah, and with some motors attached to it, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, you know, it's probably very quickly put together, uh-huh. very cheaply made. I mean, with how much they were selling, I'm sure it was just like, I don't care if it's low quality, just get it out there and sell it. Uh huh. So, okay. So this brings up a question and maybe we'll talk about it. Who did we say put them out? Like who the, was the first company? Yeah. Underwriters Laboratory. Maybe? Okay. Okay. So, but they weren't, so they were the first, but then after that, there were cheap brands, right? Yeah, I'm not even sure the, like the first this, brand was a good brand. Right. I guess that's true. Like the stuff you get at the Walmart for your kids who complain. Like that c- couldn't have been the same. I guess what I'm trying to say is like if they were having problems, like the first company, there were other <laughs> companies trying to do this thing. And like, yeah, I would assume. I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll talk about it. But yeah, yeah. I, that's a good question. I don't know who made the first hoverboard i know segway had been in the game for a long time but they were i mean it was a much better product right it was right built for commuting or going around malls or or whatever yeah Yeah. but this was i would say it was more of like uh like you said a toy like it was just for fun like i think they had a range of like three miles or something that's so I mean it's pretty decent. It's enough to get around your neighborhood, yeah. but you're not taking it to get to work. 
Like, no. You're not trusting in it. <laughs> You're not on the highway. No. <laughs> no. So when a single cell in a lithium-ion battery goes into this thermal runaway, it spreads like a virus to the other cells, damaging <laughs> the entire battery. The risk begins at about 140 degrees Fahrenheit. And How be- much? 140 degrees. Oh. Okay. Which... That's, that's uh, pretty hot. Yeah, it's, it's pretty hot. Yeah. But... Let's say it's a hot summer day and it's like 95 degrees outside. Right. It's a perfect time to get on your hoverboard and start riding around, right? Well, if you're already at 95 degrees, then you put on top of it load and management, it's going to get pretty 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 hot. hot, Pretty quick. Yeah. So it starts, this thermal runaway starts at 140 degrees and becomes serious at 212 degrees. Okay, now we're cooking. Yeah, now you're talking about some serious heat there. On your feet. Yes. Yeah. But lithium ion batteries being volatile, hardly new information. Batteries explode all the time. Yeah. Even as recently as this year, over 50,000 Jetson Rogue hoverboards were oh. recalled due to the lithium what? batteries overheating, even starting a house fire that killed two young girls. What? Yeah. 50,000 hoverboards in 2023 2023 they haven't they haven't figured out <laughs> the pro like they know the problem yeah eight years eight years they've been working on this 2023 we're still having the same problem i have a theory about this and we're, we're going to kind of talk we'll t- about it right. at the end sounds good the u.s consumer product safety commission instructed consumers to stop using the devices and immediately unplug the hoverboards from the charging port. Yeah. They claim this could cause the batteries to spark and cause a fire. However, when a Florida resident hoverboard caught fire, it was on his sidewalk outside of his front door, which was quite away from a charger. Yeah. Now, batteries are beginning to be certified individually, but not the hoverboards themselves. So, uh, you have battery manufacturers now who are basically like, this battery's good. Like, we're 100% behind this battery. All right. But the hoverboard company doesn't have to use that battery. Okay. Which is probably a lot cheaper. I was going to say, so you have a, a, a battery company that says these are good. Probably costs a little more because they are. Tested. Certifying it. Yeah. But then you have the manufacturer of the hoverboard going, yeah, but we could save this amount of money. Yep. So what if there's fires? Who cares if they blow up under your feet? Well, this problem leaves us not knowing what type of battery is in a hoverboard or if it's a counterfeit. Oh, my. Yeah. So where does that leave us? Well, in the UK, in the United Kingdom. Uh Uh-huh. It's illegal to ride hoverboards <laughs> on public roads and walkways. And they, the UK government, have destroyed about 32,000 of the 38,800 that they've been tracking. So the UK government is tracking They're these putting hoverboards. Full, oh my. Yeah. And they have destroyed all but 6,800 of them. 
They're so, not like, hey. Oh yeah. They're they're finding you and like they're tracking you down. <laughs> destroying. Yeah. And they're taking it from you and they're destroying it. I can't imagine that getting rid of something like that would be ecologically sound. <laughs> I have no idea. But I, when I first learned this, I was pretty shocked. Yeah. Like, the UK is a pretty big, like pretty sizable first world country. Yeah. And they're basically like, no, you're not having a hoverboard on a, <laughs> on UK soil. So it's a man, it must be a pretty serious yeah. deal. The United States has recalled 500,000 hoverboards. Okay. They're still pushing for safety standards to keep them on the market. Who's profiting from this? Like, that just doesn't make any sense. Like, just, okay, you're done. But that's... Sorry, company, you're done. Uh, yeah. But that's not the American way. No. <laughs> the American way is, oh, you have the right to make this product, but yeah. we just require that you try to be safe about it. Uh-huh. And <laughs> they're still pushing. I mean, because it's a... I mean, it's only eight years old, this whole... Yeah deal so there's still a lot to be learned as far as safety and quality and that kind of thing so okay yeah i, I mean i guess if you think about it they kind of had the same attitude towards things like the skateboard people were not on board for when that yeah. started happening yeah yeah i guess you know let them figure it out but not at the cost of like lives yeah yeah I know. Well, I think that's why the UK was so harsh and strict is because yeah. they realized it could cause destruction of property, destruction of life. Yeah. So with all of this knowledge, what does the future of hoverboards look like to you? Well, <laughs> I, I kind of feel like they're not really advancing. Yeah. Sounds like they're putting out the same product and having the same issues. Hmm. I mean, it's 20, like you said, it's 2023, and there's how many that were? 500,000 were recalled in yeah. the United States. Yeah. Like, it doesn't sound like they're <laughs> really putting much effort into, like, fixing the, the bad I'm part. shocked that they're still selling that much. Yeah. This far past when they first came out. Yeah. I looked it up on Amazon. The average hoverboard, what would you think the cost of it is? I'm gonna say about two hundred dollars, even less. Less. Yep. Okay. A hundred. Wow. A hundred bucks can get you a hoverboard with about two and a half to three miles of range. Okay. Now I looked into like what is like a true hoverboard, so it doesn't have any handles or anything. A true hoverboard that is like considered top of the line, it'd be like five or six hundred. Okay. This sounds kind of and, and this is just t speaking out of my my own thoughts here i feel like the more expensive you get maybe the more dangerous it might be <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> i just because they want to make as many as possible as quickly as possible uh -huh. and maybe Cutting some corners. Whereas, the, you know, <laughs> you got the cheap, you know you're getting cheap. Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't maybe uh, that's just I agree yeah I agree that the more expensive it is the more dangerous it is yeah because the amount of stupid in a person goes up dramatically (laughs) if they're spending six hundred dollars on a hoverboard Uh so your chances of doing something stupid on the hoverboard increases Uh uh-huh so i think that's that's one of those things like if you give a kid the keys to like a brand new corvette you just know that he's gonna do something stupid oh yeah yeah i mean if you give me the keys to a corvette i might do something stupid 100 (laughs) percent would you be interested in purchasing a hoverboard can't say that i would ever even consider it i have no desire yeah i might jump on it once yeah but i mean what am i gonna do with it i'm not gonna ride (laughs) it to work i'm not gonna ride it in the house so (laughs) what am i gonna do you don't want to ride from this room to the kitchen and back uh, no. no. No? All right. Because I feel like a cat jumps out in front of you, right? <laughs> and now things have just gone into oh, complete chaos. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I'm, I'm out. I don't, want, I don't want a hoverboard. Yeah, no. Now, those electric scooters that are coming out, you can get like 25, 30 miles of range. That's worth looking into. Yeah. But I feel like after 25 miles of riding on a scooter, you're probably done with riding on a scooter. Yeah. I think. I feel like there's like something like that too. You got, you, you feel like there's a little more control, I guess, because you can, you got, I don't know, maybe having handles like kind of makes you feel a little more in control. Yeah. A little more balanced. Yeah. I don't know. And it's not like you're using your balance to try to move either. Yeah. You know. Right. Yeah. So it it's just better, I think. <laughs> Despite hoverboards being legal, the use of them in public places is not. Is uh, this, okay. Is this a reasonable demand? Uh, it, it I yes, but it makes <laughs> no sense. Yeah, I agree. You can have one, but you can't do anything with it. Exactly. <laughs> you can ride around. We better your- not see you want it. Yeah, exactly. You can you can ride in circles in your garage all you want. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, and it makes sense because you don't want 500,000 hoverboards out in public where you're no, also out in public. Yeah. It's just a recipe for disaster. Yeah. yeah. And I've, so I've seen these things. They're called electric unicycles. Oh, so, oh, I know what you're talking I saw one. Yes, I know what you're talking so about. So it's basically yeah. like a, a wheel. Uh-huh. And then you stand on a platform on either side of the uh-huh. wheel. And then you lean. And it it's kind of the same idea, but uh-huh. these are built a lot better. Yeah. Like, and they're used. For, I mean, you can get like 70 to 100 miles out of those things. Dude. It's pretty impressive what you can get out of them. Uh, the, I, it makes me think of those ones, too, with the big fat tire that you st- Kind of ride like a skateboard. Yes, uh, one wheel. Yeah, I think is what they're called. Yep. But then you're like looking sideways. Uh-huh. You know, this the electric unicycle is. You're just you're forward and then you lean. I mean, it's it's pretty sweet. I would be more a lot more interested in that because of the range and how much better they're built. Yeah. Than standing on a battery with wheels attached to it. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> what could have led to the success of hoverboards? That's a great question. Like, why were these so popular? Why are they so popular? Not were. Um, so I'm going to sound like kind of mean again. Okay. Talking about Heelys. You had mentioned like there's a little bit of laziness there. Yes. I think the generation that were really interested in these hoverboards, there's a little bit of laziness there. <sighs> okay. And they're the type to ride from the kitchen to this room, back to their room, back to the kitchen on a hoverboard because they don't want to use their legs. And I think that was the appeal. So it was basically Christmas for eight years. That was like yeah. the number one thing you'd get for your yeah your base. I mean, let's see, twenty fifteen. So yeah, you're looking at um Gen Z, right? Yep. So you're looking at kids who are pretty comfortable. Yeah, and uh, walking may be considered an inconvenience. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. look, I'm, I have a lot, there are a lot of great qualities about Gen Z. A lot of people would say a lot of negative things about millennials, which I am. I'm a millennial. A lot of people, I mean, I have bad things to say about everybody, right? Like <laughs> yes, millennials right? included, I have bad things to say about. That's right. So I think each generation has their own uh-huh. good qualities too, but I think you're right. Like, I think this, <laughs> what is more exciting than drinking Dutch Brothers coffee while TikToking while on a hoverboard. Oh, yeah, hey, that sounds like a great day. Yeah, I mean, if if you've gotten to that <laughs> point in life, then you're doing really yeah. good. So I, yeah, I think I don't know. Like, there's no effort to it. Like, you just lean forward. Skateboards. I, I keep going back to that. You have there's a little bit of like exercise to that. Yeah. You could take a skateboard to the, the, the park, skate park, and learn to do tricks. You can yeah. like really be successful at that and make it into a hobby. Yeah. What do you do with a hoverboard? You can't take it on like a half pipe. <laughs> you probably could and it would be very bad. Uh yeah, no, that's a good point. I think about I mean those guys who were covering those Justin Bieber songs must have done really well. I mean, uh, yeah, I guess so. But I don't look at them and think that's cool. No. You know, <laughs> I mean, much respect to the guy for putting out entertainment, but yeah. I don't think that's cool. Yeah. I don't know. What could hoverboards have done to be successful? I feel like, I don't know. I feel like there's just not enough there. You're just standing. Yeah. And it's really like there's no functionality. Like there's no good reason to have one. Yeah. It's just for, I don't even know what it's for. Like if it's going around the house or I don't know why you would want one, honestly. Uh, I guess maybe you could make it to school and back. But it's not allowed in public spaces. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's kind of like Google Glass, right? Yeah. It's like. You can have yeah, it. You can Just have it. <laughs> don't take it out in public. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to another episode. Please follow us on Twitter at FX3Podcast. Our Instagram is at F3Pod underscore cast. And Facebook is Failures, Flops, and Fiascos. 
please feel free to submit your fail of the week to fx3podcast at gmail.com. Thanks again, guys, and we'll see you next time.